Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we bring you stories from real military spouses who have been in your shoes. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that can help you along your military life journey. Now, here's Ashley Peebles. Hello, 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 Mill Housing Nation. I am so glad that you have joined us today. So what we're going to talk about is the hot topic among the military community when it comes to PCSs. And it is how crazy of a year it is to PCS. Last year was definitely insane with all of the COVID restrictions, with orders being yanked. And I think a lot of us thought that when some of the mandates went away, the mask mandates, the vaccine came out, I think a lot of us thought that we were in for a better PCS season with maybe less bumps and bruises for all of us, right? What we did not see coming was the nationwide labor shortage, right? So in our forums at Mill Housing Network, all everyone's talking about are these horror stories of what's happening with their moves. All of these military families are trying to book moves and they can't get movers. The transportation office is doing everything they can to find people to pack up our military families and get them across the nation to their next duty assignment. But there have been some incredibly uh, horrible stories, truthfully, just some really bad things happening as far as there are some families that I heard of that had all of their stuff packed onto a truck and no one to drive it. We have people that are ready for packers to show up that don't show up. We have people that are getting calls saying, hey, we're gonna come tomorrow to pack you up. And then we are picking it up two days from now without notice. So as if being a military member and PCSing is not hard enough, the stresses that we're running into this year with the nationwide labor shortage have definitely put a new twist on the crazy, I guess we'll say. So I was doing my research earlier and I saw that most of the trouble are coming from six states in particular, whether you are PCSing in or out of Washington State, South Dakota, California, Texas, Colorado, and Hawaii. If you are coming out of those states or going into those states, it seems like you guys are having the most trouble. They said that it really can be attributed to in the last 20 years, they have not seen anything like this, but there are half as many workers as we had a year ago, half. So if there are half as many drivers and packers and movers out there, then we've got half the resources for the transportation office to really pull from. So I know that the transportation office is doing the very best that they can. So you guys, myself, we are no strangers to giving a whole lot of grace. But I will say, make certain that you are emailing, that you're calling, and that you're staying on top of things so that you and your family don't get pushed under the rug. Um, the next thing that I wanted to go over today really is if you know that you've got a PCS coming up, maybe you're from one of those states or going to one of those states, and you've been considering doing a full duty move or a partial duty move, that's what I wanted to go over today. Because of this nationwide labor shortage, we have so many families who are getting split up for an in, in, indefinite amount of time. The military members going before the family. That way, the family's having to handle the whole pack out by themselves. So there's a lot of people that are turning to the Diddy moves and the full, the full Diddy or partial Diddy moves. So I thought it was a great podcast to go over today just to give you kind of 
the best tips that I could find out there from my personal experience, but also the experience of our Real Housing Nation community and everything that I could Google online. So let's dive right in. All right, right off the bat, if you are looking to do a full Diddy move, that means that you're going to pack up all of your stuff and you're going to get it from point A to point B. It is a do-it-yourself move. There's also something called a partial Diddy move. And what that means is if you've got large pieces of furniture that you don't necessarily want to move yourself, you do a partial Diddy. So what that means is you can pack up all the small stuff. You can pack up everything that's manageable for you and your family, throw it in a U-Haul, and you'll get paid for the work that you do. But if there are big pieces like that one over there, or that one over there, sorry if you're listening via audio, I was just pointing to some big pieces in my room that came from England that are such a pain in the rear to move in and out of all of our houses. Those are the things that I would always make sure were on the military side of the partial duty move. And usually those big pieces of furniture are not ones that are make it or break it when you get to your new location. If it's a big armoire, even if it's your, your king size bed, if it's something big like that, usually it's something that you can do without, even if it's delayed a little bit on the road or delayed a little bit when it comes to delivering it to you. So decide whether you want to do a partial ditty or decide whether you want to do a full ditty. When, the, when it comes down to it, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be renting the U-Haul, you're going to be buying the packing supplies, you're going to be doing all of the packing, and then you're going to get reimbursed from the government up to 95% of what they would be paying the moving company to move you. So it really is an effective way to get your things from point A to point B. It's an effective way to be completely in control of your move and your things. And it's a really effective way to make some extra income if that's something that matters to your family. It's also an effective way to lose your mind because it's very stressful packing up your whole house and moving it Ask me because I know. But at the same time, in a year where so many crazy things are happening and it's hard to get a moving date and it's hard to get people to pack you out. Maybe this is the year that you give a partial or a full ditty a go and make the extra income. So our best tips are number one, get the biggest truck you can and stop pretending that you've got less stuff than you do. We all have more than we think we do. And one of the horror stories that I've already heard this year from a friend of mine was they rented too small of a U-Haul and they had to pack, unload, repack, unload, repack three to four times. That is not anyone's effect. That is not the effective use of anyone's time, guys. Get the big truck. Once you're on the road, it's really not that bad. Get that 26 footer. You're going to be reimbursed for the truck and save yourself some grief because unloading a U-Haul and loading it back up in your driveway is a surefire way to test your marriage, right? So get the big truck. You're going to be reimbursed for it. We'll be right back after this message. Hey, Mill Housing Nation listeners. I'm Lindsay Litton, co-founder of the Mill Housing Network. Today, I'm briefly interrupting this episode to bring you credit monitoring and credit tips with IDIQ. IDIQ is an on a mission to educate and help military families protect their identity and monitor their credit. Today, I'm joined by Darren Roda with IDIQ, and he's going to be giving us three ways that we can protect ourselves from identity theft. Darren, welcome. We're excited to chat with you today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. 
All right, well, when it comes to monitoring your credit and your identity, what should a person know if their identity is stolen? Well, you know, first of all, e-commerce has really changed a lot about how we shop and, and where our personal information goes. And the COVID pandemic really, it, it took it to another level where, where folks have just changed the way they do business, buying and selling, and retailers have done the same. So um, a lot of personal information over the past 12 to 18 months is out there that maybe wasn't in the past or to, to this volume. So uh, we're seeing a, an increase in uh, the theft of identities, bank account takeovers, social security being stolen and opening up new accounts in, uh, in your name and so forth. So uh, the best thing to do is really, you got to pay attention. You got to educate yourself. You want to pay attention to what's happening with your credit. You want to pay attention to your bank accounts. And we have a few tools that can help your folks do that. Awesome. So if something does happen and, and damage has occurred to your credit, what can they do? Um, you know, how can they repair that damage um, after a theft has happened? Sure, absolutely. And we've got a lot of experience with this. Um, the staff that handles the uh, remediation process has years of experience in the direct-to-consumer credit space, understands this world very well. So after a police report is filed, you call us up with the case number and we get to work and we basically usher you through the entire process. We contact the credit bureaus themselves to uh, turn over any, any false accounts that might've turned up, any lates that aren't uh, really attributed to the consumer's account. We also have a um, million dollars in the coverage that's sponsored by AIG. So if there's financial damages as well, uh, if you have to take time off work to help, you know, to go to court, to repair things, if you need daycare assistance, all those monies goes towards that in, in the uh, rectification and remediation to get you back where you were before the, the damage occurred. Wow, that's huge, Darren. Yeah. So obviously as military families, we're constantly on the move, we're in and out of different countries. So identity theft happens. Right. Absolutely. Um, so what is the first step if somebody wanted to learn more about how to protect their identity that they can take um, just to kind of learn more about the services that you just talked about? Yeah, I think it's I think what I would suggest first and foremost, before, you know, they dive into anything full bores, I would go to our website. Um, I would I would Google ID theft in, in the military. I think just understanding how it happens, how devious and how creative these people are. We'll give them an understanding about where these thefts occur and how they're doing it. And then go to our website and you can take a look at all the different coverages, everything we look at in real time to help protect you and notify you in the event there's something that's just not right or something that changes to your profile. It might be something you did, but it might be something someone else did. And, but I would, I think education is first and foremost. And if they go to idiq.com, there's a wealth of information there. We've got blog posts, we've got so much educational material. They don't even have to go sign up if they're not comfortable yet, but go educate, get educated on all that uh, we have to offer on the site. Awesome. Well, as a special gift, we've got a special discount for all of our Mill Housing Nation listeners. So if you're listening to this, you want to learn more about IDIQ, take a look at our show notes because we have a very special link where you can get special incentives, incentives and pricing for some of the services that Darren just talked about. Darren, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I bring you back to Mill Housing Nation. Next, just buy all the packing supplies. If you go to a store and you grab up a whole bunch of tape, that is still not gonna be enough. If you go to the store and you buy boxes, it's still not enough. You buy bubble wrap, still not enough. 
buy it, it is reimbursable. And if by some chance you have way too much, you have to save your receipts anyway. That's going to be one of our tips. Take it back and get your money back for it. But one thing that's always been frustrating to me in the middle of the move is having to stop when I'm on a roll and go get more boxes or stop and go get bubble wrap or stop and go get tape. We never have enough tape. And if you're anything like us, we lose the tape all the time. I'm like, where'd the blasted tape go? I just had it five seconds ago. I just saw it. I just had it in my hand. And our family of four is always grabbing that tape. So make sure everyone has their own. Get everybody's little gun your tape, your packing supplies, it's going to be reimbursed. Grab more than you think because it always takes more than you think. All right, next, you can put a sign up and send out an email and text your neighbors and all of your friends and family at your current location and say, have beer, we'll pack, right? <laughs> will you pack? Or I will have pizza, will you help me pack? And that's, here's the thing, when we're leaving a duty station, our friends want to spend time with us. Do they want to pack? No. But will they? Yes. Because we are a team in this military. We are a military family. We're all going to have to move and we're going to have to do it multiple times. We are the best team that I can imagine. So get your neighbors, get your friends, grab some beer, grab some pizza, grab some Cokes for me and have a packing party and just have as much fun with it as you can. You don't have to do it all yourself. People will definitely help you. And with those big pieces of furniture, if you're not doing a partial ditty and you're gonna do it all yourself, set a time with your you know, muscly neighbors that they're gonna come over at seven o'clock and that is when you're gonna move the big stuff. You know, my husband and I, with our two teenagers, we can usually do everything, but when it comes to some of the bigger items and going up and down the stairs, we always bring in our friends, we always bring in the neighbors, and we make sure that we pay them whatever their food or drink of choice is, because it is worth it not to break your back with the two of you trying to do everything yourself. All right, next up, when you are looking at doing a partial ditty, know that the government will store your things at the future location for up to 90 days. So you can schedule your pack out for those big things like the armoire, like the king size bed. You can schedule that early if you're not needing it where you are now. Get it to your new location, get moved into your house, and then schedule a convenient time for them to deliver those larger items. The partial ditty is really an incredible tool for you to utilize if there are bigger pieces of furniture that you don't need really on this end or that end that are flexible for you. Think about unloading that armoire and just putting the stuff on the ground. And when you get to your new location, do the same thing until it arrives and it'll save you some back breaking work. All right, next up, stock up, buy before and purge after. So what do I mean? Stock up on things you need, buy the things you want at your new location before your move and purge after you get there. Now, Ashley, why in the world would you be telling me not to purge as I'm packing? Why would you be telling me to pack everything that I own if I know that I'm not going to need it when I get there? Well, it's simple math, ladies and gentlemen, because the military is going to pay you based on the weight. Now, it is fraud if you go out and you take cement blocks and you fill that truck up. <laughs> do not do that. But what I am saying is if you own it, pack it and purge at the new location. Bless the people at the new location at the airman's attic. 
Also, if you've been looking at a new home gym that you know you want at this new amazing place you're gonna live, buy it before. Those weights are weight and it's a lot of weight. And that is just more money in your pocket for packing it up. I will, at our last uh, partial Diddy move that we did, we knew we were gonna need a refrigerator. So we bought it on the front end. We drove right up to Lowe's. They loaded that refrigerator and washer and dryer actually onto the U-Haul. It was the first thing that we picked up. They loaded the, the refrigerator, the washer and dryer onto the U-Haul for us. Then we packed up the rest of our stuff. We headed up to Virginia where we were moving and all of that counted for our weight. So stock up on the things that you need before, buy the things you know you're gonna want at your new place before you leave and then purge after you get there and get paid for all of that weight. It is just the, the perks of the game, right? You pack it, you get paid for it. All right, next up, weigh your truck before and do not forget. People forget to weigh their truck before and after all the time. I cannot tell you how many times I've had my friends and my family forget to weigh the truck. So you've got to weigh the truck so that you've got an empty ticket. If you can weigh that truck without a full tank of gas, Go for it. Whenever you are weighing it after you are fully packed up, make sure that you have a full tank of gas because every ounce counts. Don't forget. And then you're going to want to make sure that you save all of your receipts. So save your receipts for the truck for sure. Save the receipts for your boxes, for your tape, for your bubble wrap. Also, save the receipts for your tolls that you're going through. You don't really need a receipt unless it's over $75. But every time we drive through, I try to keep a note, a running tally of all of the tolls that we're paying. And of course, we keep all the receipts. So the best practice there is to get one of those receipt bags, put it in the console, and every time you buy anything that has to do with the move, the receipt goes straight in there. Because the rule is, if there if it is not on paper, it didn't happen. And if you don't have that receipt, you're not going to get reimbursed. So if the gas station doesn't spit you out a receipt, you've got to go in and get it. They're not going to accept it if you just take a picture of the pump. So make sure you have all your receipts. Keep them organized. That way you get all of your money when you get to your gaining location. And then a small tip just to add in at the end. I would make sure that you have some cash and some smaller bills for your tolls. Um, not all toll booths across the nations will accept, will accept cards and some of them will not accept anything over a 20. So just make sure that you've got some cash in that little zipper pouch that you're keeping in your vehicle, that you're keeping all your receipts in, that you also have some money to pay your tolls. Um, whenever you're looking to do a partial ditty, a full ditty, or a full military move, it's going to be stressful. If there are going to be things that pop up out of nowhere that you never expected. But as long as you follow these simple tips, you keep those receipts, you get a big enough truck, you buy enough packing material so you're not having to run back and forth. You don't try to do it all yourselves. You have some friends come over to help. All of those things are gonna make the moving experience so much better for you. But at the end of the day, if you're moving yourself, expect to be exhausted it while you're packing, expect to be exhausting while you're driving to your new location and expect to expect to be exhausted when you get there and finally get unpacked. And I have never known a full ditty or a partial ditty move where the husband and wife did not lay down on their bed when they finally got finished and say, I'm never doing that again. Right. But look at all the pluses with the 
the economy that we're living in right now, the nationwide labor shortage, the fact that when movers move you, they inevitably break stuff. Heck, some of us have had things like just mysteriously disappear. I'm not going to say stolen, but you all know that things mysteriously disappear. The beauty of doing it yourself is you keep control, you maintain that control, and you can make some extra money on the other end for it. So I hope these tips were helpful to you. I hope that you guys will subscribe to the podcast. We will have another one coming out in just a short couple of weeks. And make sure if you love awesome t-shirts as much as I do, and I love a good t-shirt, make sure that you go to our Mill Housing Network page and you hit up all of the amazing t-shirts that we have. The one that I'm wearing today says fluent in movie quotes and sarcasm. It's one of our movie night t-shirts that we have, but there are some really great shirts on there for our military family and all of them are adorable. So make sure you go hit those up. If you guys ever need us to focus on a certain topic, or if you've got a great topic that you just want us to dive in on, please don't hesitate to reach out to us here at the Mill Housing Network and Mill Housing Nation. I hope you guys have a super wonderful rest of this crazy PCS season, and I hope your July is super blessed. Y'all have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Mill Housing Nation podcast. To connect with Mill Housing Network, visit us online at milhousingnetwork.com.